Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with episode 322 of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land for the last six and a half years, over the last 300 plus episodes, you have lent me your ears whenever you felt like it. And I really appreciate that. So today's Motivational Monday, for those who do not know or those who might have tapped out of the podcast for a while or for those who are new, welcome, boo friends and homies. It is good to see y'all um, or hear y'all or for us to be interacting with each other on this beautiful Monday. But for those who are unaware, I like to post two episodes a week, usually. Sometimes I may just do one, sometimes I do two. For the last couple of months, I've done... Um, I've been somewhat consistent with doing two. So I like this method of two episodes a week and I'll continue to do that until I'm guided to do something else. So on Mondays, I like to do more motivational episodes, just kind of speaking on certain things. And then the usual drop for the last six and a half years has always been Homegirl Thursday. If you don't expect me to drop any podcast episodes on any other day, Thursday is going to always be that day. There ain't no other day in the week that I'm going to drop. It's going to be Thursday. So just want to remind y'all of my um, my drop schedule in case y'all were curious. Also, for those who do not have my Regret Zero checklist, what are you waiting on? I'm going to keep asking y'all. If you subscribe to the podcast, beautiful. Thank you. If you have left the review for the podcast, beautiful. Thank you. If you haven't, please do so. If you haven't signed up, um, to get my regret zero checklist, I don't know what you're missing out on. Because, I mean, obviously, you like what I do here. So why not get some more games to help you better your life and live it healthy and happily? So don't forget to click the link in my show notes or go to innerpeaceposse.com forward slash checklist and get yours today. Okay? So today's Motivational Monday message is don't be a hater, boo friend. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. It's going to be easy. The reason why is because we live in a society that makes hating okay. <laughs> it's always something we always have to find something wrong with somebody we always have to find a way to cut people down if you look at those pages or people share their life it's always one person that got something to say and I always wonder about those people for them to have all this stuff to say about other people's life how is their life their life must be fabulous and amazing they must not have to work for nobody they must not have to work out for nothing they may not have to do nothing regarding taking care of their physical mental spiritual environmental and emotional financial whatever health they must have it all sewn out in the best shape of their life in the best mental fitness of their life must be happy with every single person that's in their life must love not having to work for other people because they're financially stable they must have it all together because I have never, and again, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. I've never seen anybody that's happy with their circumstances feel the need to handle other people. Ever. Ever. I always look at folks that do that. And I could be wrong and I could be right. But what I've learned in my experience is folks that portray like they're happy online and be spending time in the comments or spending time hating on other people, it's because deep down they're not happy. And rather than work on themselves to improve whatever that is to be happy, they will make it much easier for them to bypass that and go talk about other people. Because when you're talking about other people and you're being a hater, you don't have to fix their life. You can say everything that needs fixing and you can cut them down and analyze everybody else's situation because you know you can't do that to yourself. Because that's too much like rights. And it's also too hard because now you got to sit with the fact that you just sat here and ran your mouth about everybody else and not you. You've done such a good job hiding your stuff from everyone else or making sure it's as low as possible from everybody else that now you know that to turn the eyes and the fingers on yourself about what you ain't got right 
that's going to break people like that will break folks. So it is very easy for folks to stand up on a high horse and say, you know what, I'm, I'm up here. I'm, I'm above everybody else. Me and my horse, we're going to ride out and I'm going to look down on all y'all and I'm going to tell y'all everything that's doing wrong because I'm looking down on you, but not realizing if I get down off this horse, somebody could jump up on that same horse and look down at whatever I got going on too. It's really interesting to me how we accept this as okay. And it's really weird because I, I can see the contradiction, right? Because on one end, it's if you don't want nobody to share your business or, or talk to you about your business or critique your life, then you don't have to share it. I can understand that, right? And that's why a lot of people choose to keep their life private because they don't want to hear nobody's mouth or they, they may not feel like people are are worthy of seeing their life. I mean, there's so many different things. There's some folks who are like, hey, I don't know you. I don't feel safe sharing this with you. So there's so many different reasons, right? But at the same time, I can also understand if people are like, hey, I can share my life and you can have your opinion, but I'm not going to care about your opinion because what's going on in your life that you're willing to share with me so that I can see what you're doing and how you're living. Like I remember one of my coworkers from a previous job, I ain't going to say which job it is because some of y'all who know me, y'all are going to know who I'm talking about. But based on this story, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so this person portrayed like she was always living a happy life, right? And she, <laughs> it's not funny, but in hindsight, it's kind of funny because it's like, yikes. It's like, it's funny in a sense of irony because she would always speak on celebrity culture and things like that. I never paid it no attention because, you know, I was like, as long as she don't talk about nobody that I know that low key, you know, is out here doing big things. Because, you know, I mean, if you know me, you know, I know some people that's like that. Then we cool. So I never really paid her attention in that regard. But I remember um, her bragging about how she got blocked by a celebrity because she had jumped in the girl's comments, um, talking about the celebrity's comments, talking about how she didn't have this same strength and energy when her man cheated on her, who was another celebrity. He was a rapper. So she kind of jumped in that girl's comments and was like, well, you didn't have this energy when that man cheated on you and, and was blocked. And I remember her. I remember standing and looking at her and she was she was laughing and smiling like it was funny. And I looked at her and I thought, wow, I have no desire to ever get any closer to her than what this is. I already didn't make friends at work in those days, unless you were really special like that, unless you were really like cool bonded like that, where it just, it flowed easily. And I could, you know what I'm saying? Like it was one thing to have it like that, but to hear her be so proud about how she got blocked by this singer because her man cheated on her and how she felt like she mattered in the world because this woman, and with all of her celebrity, with all of her accolades and awards, with all of her millions of records sold, with all of her millions of followers, took time out of her day to block my coworker for being a hater. I said, wow, the bar's been set pretty low. I know that sounds judgmental. I don't care because it is. Um, I don't think it's cute at all to have people judge um, others and then be proud that that person has reacted to spend time out of their day restricting their access to them because they need to protect their energy from that person i thought that was very loser behavior now i'm gonna hold you hating is loser behavior so i didn't trust her at that point and i just thought she was kind of weird so i just kind of minded my business stay out of her way until at some point she started kind of missing work a lot and we were naturally concerned for her now even though i don't really care i didn't really care for her behavior from what i saw in that instance and i kind of kept my distance because i ain't like that my energy was just like nah I don't I don't like that I still was concerned about her well-being I didn't want nothing bad to happen to her or anything like that I just felt like she was a person that it that type of maliciousness is harmful and even though it wasn't harmful to me yet at that point I just didn't want to engage with her more than just work stuff because I had and that's not hating that's just protection I mean 
If you're negative and you're malicious like that, that's not hating to call that out. I called I called that as how I how I experienced it. And a couple of my other coworkers kind of looked at her crazy too, like, girl, like, you okay? Um, but you know, I just was like, you know, rather than sit here and be, I'm not gonna be mean to her. I'm just, you know, I'm gonna do my job and go home like I like to do. So um she started missing work and then um it comes out that she's having really bad relationship problems and things ain't right at the house. It's a very toxic relationship. And I said, oh, she was a hater because she was projecting. And even though I prayed for her and I wanted her to better her circumstances or leave the person or whatever it was, I just prayed for whatever was the best outcome for her safety that she did that and that a blessing was given to her so that she can get out of it. I, I still send her good energy because at the end of the day, I realized that she was projecting um, on somebody else's relationship and did all of that extraness to that celebrity woman all because her life wasn't happy at home. It was much easier to project that onto a person that she had nothing to, to do with or didn't know anything about personally and also feel like she is out here positioning as if she's better than when she really ain't. They in the same boat. They both was unhappy in situations. The only difference is one got out, she didn't. So she felt like since she knew something about that person based on, you know, what I'm saying what was shared publicly, she felt like she was in a position to get it out and feel like she could dictate how someone else looks or how she feels like she could read somebody down all because of her projection of not being happy in her own circumstance. And that is one good reason out of hundreds that I can say in my own life experience as to why I believe that happy people ain't haters. In my experience, when I've been very happy. And because I'm happy, not perfect, you know, but happy, I don't really care about what other people are doing with their life. As long as you ain't affecting me and mine or, or like perpetuating a threat towards our existence, okay, whatever. As long as you're not malicious with how you operate, cool. I have nothing to say. There are some folks who... Are haters but hide it behind quote-unquote telling the truth i have seen a lot of people just be malicious and mean and hide behind oh that's just the way i am i just keep it real um if you've been listening to this episode and if you know me out this app you know i keep it down to earth i keep it so down to earth you could call me maria the magna that's how deep i get right and i've been priding myself over the last Seven years almost of doing spiritual homegirl that I've never had to tear anybody down. Not even the chicks that tried to steal my trademark. Not even the chicks that tried to put, you know, whatever on me because they thought I was, you know, being a certain way when I was really protecting my business because that's what I have the right to do. I never tried to tear people down who were minding their business and living their lives and not harming others. Now, have I sat there and called folks out? Absolutely. Have I tore people down, though, for no valid reason because I wasn't happy in my life? Absolutely not. If I've ever come at anybody, you either threaten me directly or you threaten me indirectly. And I've called the behavior out because people need to understand that that is not okay. And I prided myself on not being a platform that was messy because I don't think that's beneficial. That does not serve the mission of me wanting to help people live practically um, healthier, happier lives day by day. That's not, that's not a part of what I do. However, I have seen instances where people feel like they have to disrespect people in order to quote unquote, keep it real and tell the truth.
There are ways that you can tell the truth without being harmful to people's existence or without invalidating people's existence as a human. You can still respect people's humanity and get a message out and not have to harm people in the process. I promise it is very much possible. And anybody who says they can't do it is a dang old lie. They lying. It's because they don't know how to articulate anything other than the tone that they want to give it in because they don't want to respect people's boundaries or humanity or feelings. They want to get it out because they have an image to perpetuate or they don't have the capacity or the knowledge to do it any other way. Being an effective communicator is being versatile with whomever you're speaking with in whatever scenario that requires. You cannot talk to people the same way and expect the message to land the way you like it to you have to adjust it's not compromising who you are it's being flexible it's being adaptable it's being skilled and i don't like when people like to bring other people down because of their inability to bring themselves up oop let me say it again i don't like when people try to bring other people down because they cannot bring themselves up to rise to the occasion to be a better example for those same people so i don't like that either Hating, that's hating to me. You being a hater because you got something to say and you don't know how to say it. Like, it's just weird to me. And I did a post uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. A good example of this is what I see from some of the people who have like, and again, let me, let me preface this by saying no shade to the people who have gotten surgery or to the people that have built their bodies in the gym. I have loved ones who have done both. So I'm not knocking that at all. Do what you have to do to feel happy with your own body in your own way. But what I didn't like seeing was um, random accounts that I would see online who either had surgery or those who built their body in the gym talking negatively about people who had their own bodies in terms of, I guess, trying to motivate them to buy with them or sign up for their workout program, sign up for their training program, consulting, coaching, whatever. And I just thought that, wow, your marketing must really be (laughs) your marketing must be a little different if you got to attack people's natural bodies to make them feel or to sow the seed, I should say, because we can allow people to, you know, make us feel away if we allow it. So I was like, wow. So the marketing strategy is to sow the seed of insecurity in the people so that they can feel compelled to shop with you, because now you've said something about their body, which is natural in terms of what it isn't the standard of based on what you create the standard for your body is, whether it's through surgery or whether it's through the gym. And I think that's hating. That's indirect hating. That's marketing hating. And as somebody who has studied marketing for a long time and as somebody who has been very um, particular about how she markets her own stuff, I thought that was very unfortunate. Hating should never be a form of marketing. I think that's a terrible look. Especially if you're trying to build something that's going to last and have trust. So if you're if you're literally relying on people by te- like people shopping with you because they thighs don't match, or your thighs should your if your thighs don't match, then you out here you looking crazy. If that's their natural body, that's how their body is is you know built to look like. That's how it was designed to look. Um, so like what like what like just because people achieve their goals, they want people to like feel bad enough about what they haven't achieved. Or what they feel they haven't achieved in order to get them as clients. I can't stand that. It's one thing to say, hey, if your thighs don't match or if you want to lose this arm fat or if you want to do whatever, hey, come shop with me. You know, come work with my program. We do a six week program, eight week program. I'm going to teach you how to get this right. I'm going to teach you how to build your butt. Whatever it is that, they, that you know, those, those folks do. That's one thing. That's not hating. That's saying, hey, if you are insecure about that 
I can help you with that. I got a service or some things to provide you to where we can get that situated. It's a difference between that and you posturing because you fixed your body, whether it's through surgery or whether it's through the gym. Now you feel like you could talk about other people's bodies because you finally fixed and got the standard to where you need it for you. That's not fair. That's hating. Again, if you're really happy with yourself and if you're really happy with your marketing, if you're really happy with your business, you shouldn't have to sow the seed of insecurity into other people by saying that their body isn't X, Y, Z because that wasn't what you wanted for yours. Hating. So I just see these little different things and I'm just like, wow, I hate to say it, but we're really in a society that likes to hate. It's a hater society. It's a haterish society. It's, it's really unfortunate. And I want to make sure that I don't have any haters that support me. <laughs> Let's keep it real. I'm all about alignment, okay? I am happy with my following. I'm happy with the audience that I have. I don't want no haters around me because they dangerous. Haters is dangerous. Ooh, they're so dangerous. Because you never know when they're going to flip. You never know. Folks will congratulate you with one breath and use another breath to tear you down. They will literally help you build up the house and then blow it on down. Just like the three little pigs. Just blew the house right on down. <gasps> Ooh, can't stand you. Oh, we love you, sis. It's I don't want none of that. If you a hater, if you feel any kind of animosity towards me, if you feel like there's something that you just don't like about me, no need to <laughs> no need to engage with me at all. I'd rather you leave me alone on or offline. Just, hey, how about we just disconnect? And then <laughs> when you can figure that out, <laughs> you go ahead and figure that out. And then you, you, you know, come on back. Come on back. But haters are dangerous because you never know what's going on with them. If they're positioning like that because of something that's going on in their own life, that means you really don't think, that, I mean, you really don't know what's going on. They're not as solid as they claim to be. They're not as stable as they claim to be. And people reacting out of that lack of stability rather than just work on fixing it. They want to spend that time tearing down people rather than fix it. I understand the logic behind that. Don't mean I agree with it or condone the behavior, but I can't fool it. And neither should you. Okay. So that is the motivational Monday message. Don't be a hater and get those haters away from you because they're dangerous. I don't care, even in the slightest. Once somebody becomes a hater, to me, in my personal experience, I had a lot of experience with it. Once they start hating, you can't trust them. You can't trust them. Especially if it's one-sided hate. Like when people don't like you and you don't know them, or they don't like you because of something that they think that they don't even know you about. They might have heard something from somebody else, or they might make an assumption. Like sometimes in a different phase of spiritual homegirl, when I was allowing everyone to share their opinions on my page before I had to <laughs> protect my brand and protect my access by making sure that only followers were commenting on my post. I remember that there would be like folks hitting me up saying, I've been watching your posts and they try to psychoanalyze. And I'm like, whoa, this is a lot. <laughs> I can tell that you think this way and, you know, you you seem like this, that and the other. And it was like weird stuff. It was like, you know, I could tell when it comes to men, you're dominant. And I'm like, what? First off, that's not the truth. And then secondly, it's like, this is what you spend your time doing. You decide that was OK to like reach out and say, hey, I don't know you, but I'm just going to watch 20 posts of content and feel like I can tell you about you. And be confident. Like, that's wild to me. More indirect, weird, like, hating. That's so odd. Anyway, but I just wanted to put that on y'all's heart for the Monday. Start your week off right. Get them out of your circle. Disconnect from them. Sometimes I'll see certain people post and I'll see some haters. And I will block off of just what I saw. You don't even have to hate on me directly, okay? You don't even have to do it to me one-on-one. I could just see you being a hater in the mist. And I'll be like, ah, you got to go. I am not with any of the danger energy in 2023. 
okay? I've learned that you cannot save everybody. That is okay. Some people just have to be haters on their own. You cannot change their thinking. Some folks just got to figure it out. And I do not want to be the one that is going to get... (laughs) It's almost like being snapped at when you're trying to like do something positive. Nope. If that's how you rolling and you already aggressive and malicious and mean like that, God bless you. Uh, I'm going to figure out how to... uh, I'm going to pray for you from a distance. I'm going to send you good energy, good vibes, whatever it is you want to receive. Because some people don't like prayers. Some people don't like energy, whatever it is. I'm just going to send love. Send love from a distance, but you can't get nowhere close to me. Absolutely not. So with that being said, don't forget to get your regret zero checklist. Click the link in my show notes so you can live a happier, healthier life. And I will catch y'all on the next episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, boo friend, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love. And it includes not being a hater. (laughs) okay (laughs) love y'all peace